Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Thursday and I'm here with Sonny Hostin. This is Behind the Table. Hello, Sonny. Hi, Brian. Always excited to have you here. (laughs) Yesterday we had Joy, and when Joy and I were chatting, uh, she was talking about how she feels like um, I was trying to manipulate her with compliments (laughs) and trying to get something. And then she started, I said, well, sometimes I try that. It doesn't really work with you, but all the hosts have kind of their things, the things that work for them. And she said, well, what does Sarah have? What is, you know, what do do you do with Whoopi? And I said, well, Whoopi is the best because Whoopi, you just ask her things later in the week. She's every Monday, everything's a no. Thursday, she's going to be gone on Friday. She's in the best mood possible. It's a real good hack. That's good. So it started me thinking about about my sunny hacks and then trying to figure out what those are. And with it's less of a hack and more of uh, an understanding about the sunny Hostin late night texts and how to deal with that. <laughs> you and I have discussed this. I don't think we've discussed it on the podcast, but um, there's definitely a, uh, a specific kind of vibe that comes in. Well, you tell me, when, when do you think that vibe comes in generally? Well, well, what generally will happen is that I'm perturbed. Mm-hmm. by something that has happened on the show. Yes. And I decide whether or not it's going to bother me in five minutes. And this is a life philosophy for me. Uh, five hours, mm-hmm. five weeks, or five months. And if it is going to bother me in five months, then I need to address it. I may even address it if it's going to bother me in five weeks. That's a perfectly... Good rule I, of thumb, I may address I think. it. And so typically I think about it and perseverate. Mm-hmm. And by about eight o'clock when I, I'm having, I stop eating at eight. So I, go I have later. dinner. I think it's at, closer to nine or 10. Well, see, the problem is I have dinner at seven. Okay. Because uh, I try not to eat after eight. And it's accompanied by a glass of either red wine or rose. <laughs> And so it gives me liquid courage to send a text message that I may otherwise keep to myself. Okay. Well, there we go. And it, 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 so that that's my my sunny hack is just kind of figuring out the the, the vibe of the text. Did you and, tell Joy? Uh, I, I I did not tell Joy that one. She didn't ask. She asked about Sarah and Whoopi in particular. What is a joy hack? A joy hack is you never want to overly compliment, but you do want to engage in a, in something she's personally interested in. Okay, um, yes. Yeah, you want to kind of find uh, uh, something that ties her in. Also, I found that uh, suggesting words for Scrabble for her when she's playing oh. Scrabble, a word looking at her uh, lineup and helping with that, that's oh. big. If I can solve a crossword puzzle clue for her, oh, that puts her in a great I'll take, mood. I'll take some Wordle advice. Oh, yeah, sure. 
I, I would like that. Sure. I mean, not to say Joy's a, a tremendous uh, player, <laughs> but she likes that. And then really the sweet spot for Joy is if I fix something on her phone or iPad. That's then, true. She loves that. Yeah. She, I, I, she's never more happy with me than when she has an email <laughs> problem that only I can fix. So, um, yeah, that's definitely it. All right. So on today's show. Yes. It, it was a good one, I think. And we got a yeah. little heated early on in, in the best possible way talking about yeah. the GOP debate. Yeah. Um, what, what were your thoughts beyond what we talked about today? Well, I just think that it, it's hard with with five people at the table. You know, Joy kind of knows how to get in and get out. And Whoopi, as the moderator, kind of lets lets people speak. And um, I think Joy gave me the best tip I've gotten that this is, uh, you know, a volleyball game. And so you, you you have the ball and you hit it. I know you've kind of moved away from looking at Twitter and social media and things like that. I don't look at it. Which yeah. I fully recommend. I, however, continue to look at all of it. And <laughs> Kills I, your soul, Brian. It does. No, my, my soul's been dead for a while now. But <laughs> looking at these comments, I always enjoy the way that 20 people will look at a segment yes. and see completely different really? things based on their, per, their original perspective. Huh. I see Sonny's cutting people off. Yeah. And I see... Well, you know, Alyssa's cutting people off. Yeah. Why won't Joy let them speak? Yeah. Sarah's just talking. Whoopi cut everybody <laughs> off and went to it. So people, I, I think people bring their own biases to it a little bit. Yes, they, they and, bring, I think they bring yeah. their biases to it a lot. Yeah. You know, I have my friends saying, why aren't you saying anything? And it's because I don't want to be called rude. I don't want to, no one wants to be disliked. I don't want to be called rude. By the way, for people listening, our segments are about seven minutes. Yeah, well, it depends. On a day when we have two guests like right. we did today, we only had seven minutes in the first seven segment minutes. and four and in the second. And there are five of us. Yeah. And and part of the seven minutes is taken up by the setup. Mm-hmm. So you really have six minutes for five people to speak. Yes, it is daunting and challenging. Yes. And uh, part of the... You know, uh, Joy calls me Big Ben because I'm constantly but announcing she, the time we have left. It's important. Get in and get out. Yes, Make time, your point and get out. Time is both linear and finite. But nobody <laughs> seems to understand that. Um, all right. You caused a bit of an uproar this week. Really, every week. I heard. But this time when you were talking about the British dating show Naked Attraction that's it's been on the air for years. It's my favorite show right now. But is now making its way to the U.S. First, let's start with talking about why did you love the show so much and and. That you watch okay. it with Manny. I, I'm surprised that I loved it so much. All of us are. I, it's it's a shocking thing for even me. Uh, my my mother is horrified. But uh, Manny was in the garage working on his cars, which is something that sort of ch- chills him out. And I uh, have just finished a manuscript, and I needed just to watch something silly. And I see the word naked. I'm like, that's going to be silly. And I turn it on, and it's basically six people vying for one person's attention naked and then it whittles down to two people and then one person and then the person that's choosing has to get naked too so everybody's just naked but naked and i was just like it takes such courage courage that i don't have right and it's just a i thought it was a novel concept and there this one guy who has uh, a beautiful body and he's missing a leg and he's got this beautiful prosthetic leg. It, it almost looked like like something like uh, Robert Downey Jr. would wear an Iron Man. Mm-hmm. It was like silver and shiny. And then he had a, a very large appendage and <laughs> surrounding the appendage were big Dumbo ears. Really? Oh, this is the Elephant Man. Yes. yes and okay. I could not get over the fact that mm-hmm. the woman 
that was choosing them kept him there. And as it turns out, they lifted up the final screen. He's drop-dead gorgeous, okay? He's smart. Mm -hmm. He's kind. And he said his mates, because it's British, I think he's maybe Scottish, but his mates got him drunk in Thailand, and he woke up with that tattoo, and he's like going to try to laser it off. This is what happens: you, you drink too much, you start texting your boss, and next thing you know, you're in Thailand. You got to be very careful. I just, I really, I enjoy that concept. All right. So, um, interestingly, I'm very intrigued by this show based on yes. you talking about it. I have not watched it yet. I you keep gotta bring, watch well, I keep, Man. I keep bringing it up to my wife, who <laughs> then said to me. What is with you in this show? It's weird that you keep bringing it up. And I said, I, the truth is, I feel weird watching it alone. So I'm trying yes. to get my wife to watch it with me so well, that, I don't feel like a freak. That's that when Manny yeah. came in, I was like, watch this with yeah. me. She has no we, interest. And we binged it. See, okay. But the fact that you like it, I, I, I'm very intrigued by it. So that's good. Um, all right. Speaking of. But I started, but I started something. Oh, that's right. You started. Right? Yes. This is what the outrage okay. was. Tell me about and, this. And let me tell you, I'm I'm upset about the outrage mm -hmm. because what I also love about this show is they give little snippets. Right. They 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 cut away from the nakedness and then they put little cartoons up and then they give you fun facts. Like pop-up video back pop -up in the day. Pop-up video yeah. fun mm -hmm. facts. And okay. it's like fun facts. And so one of the stats that they did was uh they cited the New York Times. Okay. Mm -hmm. I Sonny Hostin didn't make this up. Right. And in 2005, the New York Times, using a brain imaging technique, Swedish uh, researchers have shown that homosexual and heterosexual men respond differently to two odors that may be involved in sexual arousal. And so they basically found that men that are gay can smell out other men that are gay. I was like, this is incredible. I will say occasionally on the show, one of the hosts will say something that makes my <laughs> blood pressure go through the roof. And when you said that initially, I was, was like, oh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> it's from the New York Times. And then I quickly Googled from my little podium. Yes. And I'm like, oh, okay, there's a there's some sort yes. of it's being cited and you're not making and you're also quoting the show. So I, I never so, make things up. Yeah. I, I wish people would realize that like Everything that I say is based on a fact, and it comes from my training as a lawyer and as a journalist. You do your homework. There's yes. no question about that. No <laughs> Speaking of dating shows, we just had The Golden Bachelor on today. Now um, He liked me best. He, you think so? Yeah. Now, he said he thinks his late wife would be excited for him. Would you feel the same? Would you like uh, From the Great Beyond to look down and see Manny on a dating show? Out of all the things he said, I really liked Gary. Mm -hmm. I... I was in disbelief. For yeah. That. I mean, you don't want your dead husband to be enveloped with 20 something beautiful older women vying for his attention. I don't, that doesn't sound happy to me. You and I are of, the, of a kind here. I, I have to say, <laughs> like you and I, there, there are places you and I diverge on our opinions. This one, I'm with you. I don't want my wife on a dating show after I'm gone. I don't like that. And and some of these women are like gorgeous. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, my I, wife would bring a date to my funeral. But, <laughs> yeah. I don't want it. I don't. I, I, I that was the one thing that I I think he's convinced himself of. Yeah. But I don't think it's true. I mean, that's an easy thing to get. You know, if you really believe something there, yeah. that'll help you out. Yeah. There you go. Well, so my personal feeling about The Golden Bachelor, you know, we talk about reality shows on the show from time to time. Sometimes you guys have a little interest. Sometimes you have yeah. no interest. Uh, Vanderpump, we all kind of got a little interested in. This could be the Views reality show. I think the Golden, the Viagra jokes alone for joy. I, I just think it's right in our wheelhouse. 
There's a lot of opportunity here. I, I, I think we'll, we'll see some visits. Yeah, I'm not 100% sold yet. I prefer naked attraction, <laughs> but I probably will watch one or two. If you watch one or two and get hooked, I think we'll be in a good place. I probably will watch one or two. All right, and I'll see if I'll see about getting the winner of naked attraction on. <laughs> for, or uh, could you or judge Elephant on Man. other judges? Could you judge on season two? No, there's there, there's one uh, sort of host. She's helpful to all the contestants, right? Because it's not just straight people or gay people. It's like it's a hodgepodge of everybody. And so since she likes men and women, she gives them good guidance. See, as a producer, the idea of having someone completely uncomfortable and repressed as one of the hosts of the show yes. is terrific for I me. So I think I, I could, should have you in there. Yeah. I feel that I could host that show. Yeah. I feel that I could host that show, the American version. <laughs> oh, and I love I, it. I, I, I'm going to pitch that somewhere. We can put it back to back with The Chase on ABC <laughs> and we'll have like a whole, it'll be great. We'll have a whole view hosted uh, I'm I'm game that. night. I think it's great. Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper, wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, all right, so we did not get to this today. It's uh, a hot topic from the cutting room floor. It's about FOMO, fear of missing out, mm-hmm. that is driving Americans to have kids or to talk to people that had kids and regretted it because they did it because of FOMO. Oh. What was your take on that? Do you think that's a thing? I do think it's a thing. I'm a little unconventional in this thought. Uh, I don't think that everyone was meant to be a parent. Mm-hmm. I've... I, I've Having prosecuted child sex crimes and seeing domestic violence cases and the worst of humanity, some people just don't have what it takes to be a good parent. Sure. Anybody can become a parent, but you have to become so selfless to do it right. And um, I'm not saying that I'm the, the perfect parent. I'm sure my, my children will tell you that I'm not, but they have to come before you do. And, and that takes a lot of selflessness. Like if you can't take care of a puppy, you should not ever have a child <laughs> because, again, their needs come first over and over again. And I, it, imagine having a child and then regretting it. And that kid in 20 years is on the therapist's couch. Right. And people about do. My mom people, doesn't love There me. are people that, that yeah. you're right, aren't, aren't built that way. They're and, not built and for it. To be pressured into it, such a profound life change and such an impactful. They're not built for yeah. it. And I, I mean, I love my children. Mm-hmm. When I was kind of growing up, I was very career oriented. I didn't get married until I was 30. I didn't have my first child until I was 34. Manny was ready much earlier. I was never the type that was like, look at the cute little baby. Oh, the baby's so cute. Can I hold the baby? I'm still not like that. Right. But I love my children unconditionally, and I could see no wrong yeah. with them. You know, and that's just. I see a lot wrong with my kids, but I do love them <laughs> unconditionally. Um, but it's uh, in the same way, I had kids. I, I mean, I can't imagine my life without my children. Yeah, I adore them. No. I love them more than anything in the world. But I didn't, I, I wasn't having an overwhelming, aching need to have children right. at the age that I did. Right. It just, you it know, happened. it was happened. I always wanted to have kids. So it seemed like time. So we yeah. did. And, you know, it, it's it's got to be, there is definitely that kind of fear of, uh, well, if I don't have children and then I'm, you know, older and I'm alone and what well, is that? And that's not the reason to have kids. Especially for women because yeah. post-35, I remember I had Paloma at 38 and they kept on calling it a geriatric pregnancy. And and I finally said, can you stop saying that? Like, <laughs> I, like I'm 38 years old, you know, but it was considered a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah. I will say now that she's 17 and, and uh, a track star and I tried to run a 5K with her and almost died, I, I was a geriatric uh, pregnant person. But, <laughs> well, you know. Speaking of your children, last week we talked about Gabe um, and yeah. he was in that car accident. and um, Well, a car hit him. A car hit him, yes. On his electric skateboard. Yes. Yeah. How's he doing? You know, um, He's doing okay. He's not sleeping that well at night, of course. Yeah. Um, his schedule 
has changed so much because he's such an athlete and such a swimmer and diver and runner. And he would start every day out at the gym. And uh, for four to six weeks, he's not going to be able to do that. Right. He wants his skateboard back. His skateboard was destroyed. His father and I have explained that he is not getting that board back until he is fully healed. Absolutely. Because I know him and I know he's going to get back on it, uh, not fully healed. And uh, the one good thing I can say is that uh, while he's still in a little bit of pain, he says it gets better and better every day. And it has prompted him to design a helmet that he thinks some people his age or of athletic abilities will want to wear. That's really and cool. And it's sort of acrylic and clear. And he even like sent me some like cool. 3D designs. Yes, because mm-hmm. my biggest complaint was I bought you that cool helmet. And he was like, what you think is cool, Mom, oh, is not what I think is cool. Burn. Bird, I was like, I'm a fashionista here. That's right. Thank you very much, Sonny. We are out of time, but I love speaking with you. Tomorrow, we have Anna Navarro here, fresh from her uh, Beyonce concert. I am filled with jealousy and resentment. I could not go. I'm excited to hear all about that. (laughs) And uh, we got a big show tomorrow. So thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you soon. The first ever criminal trial of a former president is underway in Manhattan. It's one of potentially four trials facing former President Trump as he makes his third bid for the White House. What do voters think about his culpability, and would a guilty verdict make a difference in the election? I'm Galen Druk, and every Monday and Thursday on the 538 Politics podcast, we break down the latest news from the campaign trail. We sort through the noise and zoom in on what really matters using data and research as we go. That's 538 Politics every Monday and Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts.